Welcome back to Partners in Fright. My name is Devin. And I'm Joe. And this week we are discussing a 2018 movie that is my pick, and it's called Girls with Balls. So question for you, do you regret this one? Uh, no regrets. No regrets? Ever. Dear God. So uh, for you guys at home, you can't see this obviously, but we're trying something new where we're actually playing the movie while we are recording. Um, obviously, we have it on mute, um, but we're going to see if, I don't know, maybe if that adds an extra layer of pizzazz to this, maybe. Yeah, I thought that it would add maybe some atmospheric effects. We'll see. We'll see how this plays out. Yeah. I hope I don't get too distracted, but. Yeah, I know. Uh, <laughs> I, I feel like a few of these scenes in this one are going to be distracting. Yeah. All right. So basic stuff right off the bat if you guys are interested at all <laughs> in this uh you can watch on netflix it's like just shy of like an hour and a half um it's an hour and 17 minutes because i really didn't feel like watching a movie and i purposely chose the shortest film on our list it needs to be shorter <laughs> if i'm being honest uh yeah maybe shave those 17 minutes off yeah i would say so so I knew nothing about this movie going into it, except for I thought that it would be campy, which I would say is accurate. And yeah. it seemed to be in the same vein as Saturday Morning Mystery, which if you haven't listened to that episode, I would highly suggest listening to that one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, because it's a wild ride. This one is actually French too. So we listened to it with English dub and the French subtitles on and obviously the direct like French to English translation subtitles and I took French mm -hmm. and I feel like I kind of wanted to watch it in French but to be honest to I don't know whether like up. yeah but not only that I feel like any foreign film or like foreign entertainment should be like consumed in its original form yeah but I really don't know if it would have made a difference. <laughs> right. We'll see. I, we'll we'll turn it off mute at the very end and uh and see how it right. sounds. But this is basically a movie of a volleyball team on a road trip to like nationals. Mm -hmm. And I was just telling Joe it's funny because this is a French film, but it seems very American. Yeah, like the cinematography. I mean the setting. We we can definitely dive into that later, but the setting is completely all over the place. The team ends up splitting up by choice or or not. And you get like one part of the team is like in the woods. So right now they are driving through the woods. And this coach is ridiculous, by the way. Then you have like another part of the team. It looks like they're in the desert. There's like cactuses and shit. Yeah. Like when they're at the university in the beginning, that looks very American. Mm -hmm. The team name is Falcons, which is. Oh, like the English spelling you mean? I don't really, I don't even know if it's a different word. I think it's a different word in French. I'm not sure. They, I'm sure they have falcons in France. <laughs> Me, in the beginning of this episode, I was a French, uh, <laughs> AP French student. And now I'm like, I don't know if falcons is a French word. We're not as cultured as you are. No. Anyway, this movie is kind of unique. It opens with a narrator, which I actually thought was a really cool technique. Right. And one that you don't often see in horror movies. No, definitely not. It was like, what's that kind of recent, I want to say like country movie, but it was a, it was a recent movie. You watched it and it was like a film of like 
four different stories in one or something. And it was all like kind of on the road, like country-ish, like Wild West. I'm not sure. Well, it you watched it within the past five years. Watch a lot of stuff in five Maybe years. Maybe it had Shia LaBeouf in it. it. Like one of the stories was like a sideshow act. Oh, it's on Netflix. There you go. I'll, You're going to get it. it You're going to get it. I'll look it up. Did that have a narrator in it? Because that's what I was getting at. It did. Okay, perfect. So this is like, you normally see a narrator in those kinds of movies where it's like a Wild West, like cowboy-esque. But this is not right. any of those. And it has a narrator, which I thought was really cool. And the narrator does kind of look like a cowboy. He's got like a cowboy hat and a little guitar. And he sings a cute little song in the beginning about how all the volleyball players are hot and they're all going to die. Yeah, I'm going to dub him the flyby commentator. That's extremely long for a nickname. (laughs) I mean, he shows up here and there. And you're right. It's like the old Western where like the song... It doesn't spoil it, but it tells you kind of what you're getting into. Yeah. I think we should just call him the cowboy. So that show is The Ballad of Buster Scruggs on Netflix. Okay. Um, and it's by the Coen brothers. And there's a couple like really cool stuff in there. I would definitely recommend it. Not horror in any way, but it's a, it's a fun watch. So this movie got, it gave me, at least in the beginning, it gave me Bring It On vibes okay (laughs) just with the music and opening inside like a court or not a court um like a gymnasium i guess yeah and it's weird like i feel like right off the bat this movie starts off in like a hundred different places at once and i notice the pacing is incredibly quick and it doesn't slow down whether it's like the acting or just what the hell is going on all these new characters are introduced you find out who likes who, who hates who. You get to know each person really quickly. I feel like it's a lot at once. I felt kind of overwhelmed in the first just five minutes. Yeah, I would agree. It's very fast paced. So why don't we get into that? The movie opens on a volleyball game and Mm -hmm. I guess it's like the big game before their championship or like it places them in the championship. And we've got a whole team of girls. Lise Jean, MJ, which they called Emma in the dub version, but the subtitle said MJ, so I was a little confused there. Danny, Tatiana, Danny and Tatiana um, are dating, and then Morgan and Hazuki. It's clear from the get-go that Morgan is kind of like the independent, not a team player. Right. Kind of cutthroat, because she doesn't follow the play, and... Someone ends up getting hurt, but she's like, it doesn't matter because we won. But right. everybody's like, well, no, you were kind of a bitch. So yeah, she would totally matter. throw someone under the bus for her own gain. Yeah. So we get more of the narrator on top of the van as they like road trip to nationals or, you know, the equivalent. And it's not even like narration. He's just like humming along with the mm-hmm. music. I thought it was really cute because they did it like three times and he hums like differently each time. And it was just a little silly. But the coach is flamboyant i guess very animated as well yeah i'm not really how to sure to describe his like style like he's got a beard he doesn't really look like stereotypically gay i guess (laughs) but you know talks flamboyantly and so he's he comes off as like a tough guy like he's very aggressive he has an anger management problem absolutely super temperamental but 
also kind of like one of the girls, I guess. Because right. I think that actually was in the dub version where he was like called himself one of the girls. Oh, really? I yeah. I missed that. Um, so he runs over two chickens when they're driving and they literally explode all over the van. Yeah, it's... Have you ever seen Tucker and Dale versus Evil? No. I feel like this movie is trying to pull that off where there are parts that are extremely ridiculous, especially when people are getting killed. It's very... Just like gratuitous. Yeah. Like gory. I would say so. You could tell that the movie was definitely on a budget because a lot of the gore that you really see is just fake blood. Right. Not like bone and meat and stuff like that you know what i mean do they stop at like a shitty lodge because someone stole like the road signs and they don't know where they are so uh, i think they're just trying to pull over to find a place to stay or get directions yeah they were kind of lost but then there's also this tree it wasn't even like a tree that fell in the road to block the way the tree was like propped up on like these poles and cones and it had like an arrow, I think. So then they pulled off and they drove pretty much in the woods. And yeah, they found like this weird hostel, I guess you want to call it. Okay. Yeah. And it this looks very like Americanized. Like there's deer mounted on the walls. I don't know really what else to say. Well, like right now they're running through the woods right now. And it has very like wrong turn vibes to it. Really thick woods. And then <laughs> in a little bit, they're going to split up and they have like cactus and desert around them it makes no sense yeah geographically speaking i don't really know where they are (laughs) so they enter this lodge and morgan does a little weird strip dance on a pole of garlic (laughs) yeah she's well yeah it's garlic in this like mesh tube and it's hanging from the ceiling and the coach like gets an argument with the bartender i guess this bald dude who has a huge oral fixation throughout the whole movie he's constantly like licking knives and guns in his lips yeah he um i guess he's like the innkeeper but i think he's arguing with tatiana but i'm not really sure why like she's just very aggressive off the bat well he goes to make a move at her girl and then that's oh did when... he do something suggestive like yeah. lick something yeah and then that's when she stepped in okay so then that's going on. And then in the background, Morgan is like stripping on this pole of garlic. And this one guy comes over who's like younger. Yeah. And she calls him like Forrest Gump and asks like how many times he's been dropped on his head as a kid. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden the like cashier bites Tatiana or he, no, she punches him and then he bites her. Right. I still can't really process what exactly happened i don't know it was like there were five things going on at once and none of them made sense it was all over the place no why there was a strip scene in there it was so random and the music completely changed with it as well it felt like two different movies so it's in this scene that we kind of learn that the coach is all talk no action he makes a lot of threats he's always like don't test me or i will come back here Mm mm-hmm And they all leave and he's making those threats. And then as they're piling into the car about to drive away, all of these guys that were in this lodge come back out and like spray paint signs on their van. Yeah, I think it might have been the kid, I guess, who got hit. He was like painting these weird sigils on the back. Does that even come up later 
at all uh it's it's like a sign that they are huntable yeah i guess so i feel like there's no one else around in these woods so why would they need to be marked you know what i mean well, i think the hunters are in the woods yeah but there's no other there's not like a third party why would the rv be marked you just see the rv and know okay we're gonna hunt them i think that's the point you see the rv that's marked and then they're gonna hunt them yeah but what i'm saying is if there was like other vehicles yeah well like what if you weren't supposed to kill somebody uh i guess i don't know (laughs) what if they came through and they were like cool people and they were like oh maybe these are like cult recruits and then they were like we don't want to kill these people and then so everybody sees signs on vans that they are fair game right yeah no that totally makes sense i think we're trying to make this make sense it makes sense to me i don't know what make i don't know why it doesn't make sense to you the whole movie i mean oh well yeah (laughs) so the team camps and we get the narrator again and this time he's on top of the van in a little armchair and a a lamp lamp. it looks cozy (laughs) i know it's adorable and so he sings a song and he's like oh they're gonna die tomorrow morning and they hear knocking at the rv door they're about to all go to sleep Mm -hmm. and one of them opens the door and it's these guys wearing hoods like burlap sacks over their faces right and they've got rifles and so they pull them all outside and suddenly it's morning yeah they have them lined up outside the rv their arms are up and you see all these guys which let's just go through these guys real quick they look very i want to say like hillbilly inbred would that be fair Okay, I was going to say that they look normal for supposedly being inbred. Yeah, their actions, though, are... Oh, well, yeah. Really fucking weird. Uh, yeah, they're they're weird people. But when you think, like, inbred hillbillies, oh, I'm thinking, like, like and... hills have eyes. Ah, I gotcha. This is not hills have eyes. This yeah, is just a bunch of, like, backwoods, quirky-looking French dudes... <laughs> wearing trench coats with some ammo strapped to them. Yeah. And they've got like motorbikes. I think you said that already. Sorry. They do. I, I don't know if I did, but they do. And they all kind of are very self-aware of the situation. Like the the volleyball team is not scared and mm-hmm. neither is the coach. And they're all kind of like, okay, the whole hillbilly inbred thing is a little overdone, don't you think? Like, Right. Is are you doing like a deliverance thing? And if you're not, then what That's do you true. want? Do you want an apology? Right. The hunters are not really speaking. And Coach is like, he straight up says, Are you gonna rape us? And all the girls turn to him and he's they're like, <laughs> Why would you say that? And then they're they're like all kind of laughing because he like makes a joke about it. And even the hunters are laughing, so it's like that weird self awareness. Yeah, like camaraderie thing of both sides are finding mutual ground right you know but then the main guy like the innkeeper dude he just like shoots danny in the uh in the hand. hand yeah yeah and that was pretty cool effects because it was literally a hole through her hand and it was like stringy tendons yeah so then of course they all freak out and well coach runs and he's like screaming for them to run too, but he books it and they don't mm-hmm. even bother with him. They all try to like round up the girls and they all run as a group. And I think that they kind of drive them apart into two separate teams. Yeah, they kind of scatter a bit. 
So there's Hazuki, Morgan, and MJ on one team. Um, Hazuki is the team captain, too. Mm-hmm. That's important. And then Danny, Tatiana, Jean, and Lise. And Danny is, she's butch. And she's like, I survived in like a hostile wilderness environment. I'm going to get us through this. I know, I know what to do to survive. Everyone listen to me. This is what we do. And then she gets interrupted, correct? Oh, yeah. She gets shot in the head. Right. And she just dies. And so Tatiana's visibly upset. Obviously, that was her girlfriend. Mm Mm-hmm. And they all run. They're hearing like dog noises too. Right. But we find out later that it's not dogs, but they have like a megaphone hooked up to like a sound recording of dogs barking. It's weird. They have like a sound system attached to trees scattered through the woods. Yeah. And the one dude acts like a dog. He crawls around on all fours. He sniffs the ground. He's barking. Let me paint you guys a picture like the one group. I forget their names, but the one girl isn't even a player. She's a mascot. So she has a costume of like a falcon. That's Lise. Oh, okay. So she's running with her jacket that has like, it looks like wings. And this other girl like takes the jacket off and throws it on the trail. They scatter. And then some guys with, you know, the guns that are chasing them come up. And then one guy picks it up and he like takes a whiff of it. And then he starts sniffing the ground. I guess they were trying to do it comically. It didn't really pan out like that. And then did he howl, I think? Oh, yeah. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? (laughs) I don't know. So Tatiana runs off to get help. And she says she's going to go help Danny. But they're like, Danny died. But she just leaves the group. And then Mm. Jean and Lise are together. And then we cut back to Morgan, MJ, and Hazuki. And they run into some decoy bodies, which are just like essentially scarecrows that are stuffed along trees. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And they determine that they're there to scare them, but then to also keep them in the area. Like, I guess to corral them. them. Yeah, that's what I thought. Which I don't know how that worked. Well, I guess if you saw it and you didn't know that it was a decoy, then you would be scared to leave. But then they run into an actual dude and he's making bird noises. And I actually really like this part of the movie. MJ is like this really nerdy character, like very stereotypically nerdy. And people comment on her weight, even though she is stick skinny, like does not need to be self-conscious about Mm -hmm. that. And she's just just got this like sweatband that's like wrapped around her forehead at all times. Kind of reminds me of Michael Sarah from Juno. Oh, yeah. Like just like an awkward character, like her nose gets broken in the beginning of the movie. So she starts making bird noises back at him right? and they're having like a full blown bird conversation. And the two other girls like just slowly turn their heads and look at her like, what the fuck are you doing? (laughs) And she's like, it's falcon noises. I know this. And she's not even the mascot, but like she's very enthusiastic about being a falcon, let's say. And so he realizes that it's the three girls and they have like a confrontation. They end up like coming at him with a volleyball play, but Morgan freezes and it's fine though because MJ shoots him before he can kill Hazuki. And then after... I was going to say, where'd they get the gun? 
I think it might have been knocked out of his hands or something. I, I mean, I, I know that he probably had the gun on his person, but they didn't show any, like, altercations. No, they did because they rushed him. Oh, so, like, he, I guess he dropped the gun? Yeah, like, it, I think that he had the gun pulled and they, like, rushed him. It, like, one girl ran at him and then like did, missed? like, a fake out. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Morgan had a machete. I don't know where the machete came from, though. Mm -hmm. But she froze and didn't use it. And then MJ shot the guy with the rifle. And and Hazuki says that Morgan is, like, off the team. Like, she's pissed off about it. Right. So throughout the movie, we kind of cut back and forth between the two groups. So we go back to Lise and Jean. And they fall into this mud pit. Mm -hmm. I think Lise confesses that she slept with Jean's boyfriend, Serge. And they're about to, like, argue. But then they get pissed on. Pretty like, much. Like, they think that these two guys are going to get them because they're just kind of like... Uh, well, it's played like Lord of the Rings where the hobbits are hiding under that, like, the roots of the tree. And so these guys are up above them, and it's the whole, like, where are they? They look down, there's nothing there. Oh, you know, let's move on kind of deal. But then, yeah, there's a couple guys who they decide to, like, piss off the edge, and it it goes on forever. Oh, my God. It, it goes on for so long. painstakingly long scene, yeah. Two long streams of urine are just, like, And they stop and down. start again, too. <laughs> yeah. They also take off their masks before they piss, and I didn't really understand why you would do that. But <laughs> so and they argue, obviously, mm -hmm. because, you know, the cheating aspect. And Lise runs off by herself, and she runs into a group of like a Bible boy study. So they're all sitting around like a campfire with a tent pitched. Right. And there's this like camp counselor who's singing some songs. It's like very boy scouty, mm -hmm. but the song is literally like Jesus loves you. <laughs> so he's going on and on. And then Lise runs up and she's like, there are masked people in these woods and they're going to like fucking kill everybody. Right. I'm being hunted. Like I need help. And he's like, what, what does he say? He pretty much doesn't like believe her and tells her to go on her way. Yeah. I think that he's just like, you're fucking crazy. Yeah, he's, like, nonchalant about it. Yeah, and then she starts grabbing on one of the boys to, like, move him physically to mm -hmm. get him up because there's, you know, hunters following her, and they're assumingly going to kill all of them, too. And then the camp counselor is like, that's it, and gets up and maces her in the face. <laughs> <laughs> and so she just, she runs off screaming. Right. And then shortly after, like, the hunters come up and they, you know, do that thing where... Did like, you see her? Where did she go? Yeah. And he just, like, slowly points a finger. Oh, the, so they raise up their masks to, like, show, I don't know, that they're both white dudes. They're I like, guess, oh, yeah. you can trust us. Like, and mm -hmm. they smile. And then they pull the hoods back down and then they just shoot the camp counselor. An obscene amount of blood. Yeah, just like an explosion everywhere. of blood. But... <laughs> This is just stupid, but I loved it where before that, the camp counselor took his mace and he throws it at this kid and it hits oh, him in the face oh my and he's God. like, oh, I forgot you were blind. Just, <laughs> he just what? goes, I always forget. <laughs> yeah, it hits the kid right in the face. <laughs> and this kid is just sitting there staring at the like sky the entire time with glasses on. <laughs> oh my God. 
So then after that, Lise is, like, captured by these two guys that just killed the camp counselor. Mm-hmm. And she successfully, unsuccessfully does a striptease for them. With the falcon costume head on. Yeah. So which- she's carrying the the head of the costume. Yeah. And she kind of shows it to them. And she's like, uh, like, you want me to put this on? And they're like, sure do you remember what song she was singing yes so she sings macho man okay i have never seen a movie that played the macho man song this movie doesn't play it once it plays it twice i believe yeah two times how's that the first it must be like their like theme song that's not even the weirdest part about this scene she's like i guess stripping Yes. And the two, what do we want to call these guys? Hunters. Okay, let's let's be nice about it. Yeah, hunters. The two hunters, they start staring at each other longingly into each other's eyes, and then they just start making out. Okay, well, so that's why I said it was, like, successfully unsuccessful. <laughs> like, it was successfully yeah. failing. Right. And then she gets mad at them, and she's like, I'm right here. Why right. aren't you looking at me anymore? And I was yeah. like, well, maybe they're, like, bye, and they're doing their thing. Like... <laughs> And you, like, regardless of the fact that she's not running. <laughs> right. Not taking the opportunity to get out of there. Oh, God. So she gets captured or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then we cut back to the other group. Kazuki gets attacked by a guy that jumps out of the water in a like ghillie suit. Jason Voorhees style. Yes. <laughs> and MJ shoots him, but then gets knocked out by the guy. And then Morgan freezes for a while again, but then machetes his head off before he can drown Hazuki. And so Hazuki stands up and Morgan stabs her, but then says it was like an accident. And this is where I'm wondering if something is maybe lost in translation because she's like, oh, is it that bad? Are you okay? Meanwhile, the machete is literally poking out the other side of her body. Yeah, and then she stabs her again. Yeah, so she pulls it out and then stabs her again. Apparently, everyone here knows martial arts. When that guy jumped out of the water, was her name Hazuki? She was fighting him off, like, full fight choreography style. Very like John Wick. It seemed like she was the only one who was doing that, really, though. Currently watching the movie right now, Tatiana has a fight oh you're right you're right okay it's weird it's like they just know how to do this they're all ninjas so morgan stabs hazuki again and then runs over to mj who was like knocked out and she was like there's nothing i could do like the hunter killed her and mj believes her so it was like this weird it seems like she did kind of do it on accident right but then she was like well now that i'm here Maybe I'll become team captain. Yeah, that's what my thought was. She was going to take advantage of the situation and get rid of, I guess, the competition so she can move up. Yeah, because then MJ is like, oh, I hope the next team captain is as loving and gentle as she was. Mm -hmm. So they leave her there. And the the guy that got his head chopped off in this (laughs) whole scene is now just like wandering aimlessly through this bog. (laughs) And we see him later, too. Like, he never dies. He just keeps walking around without his head. He reminds me of, um, what's his name from Hocus Pocus? Billy. Yeah. Butcherson. Yep. So Danny manages to find, I don't know, a hideout. She sneaks through it. We see that there are also cannibals. They're not just like, I don't know, I guess like in Hostel 2, people like pay to kill people. 
It's mm-hmm. not it's not like that situation like they're killing and eating. Yeah. Right? Like yeah. they're actually like hunting people. And she manages to find a car, but she drives it head first off a ledge in <laughs> this like little ditch. Yeah. <laughs> the car is just literally like vertical. And then we get coach wandering aimlessly through a desert. We're sorry, guys. <laughs> oh my god. Joe and I exchanged glances during this scene, and we were like, is this really going to happen? Warning for animal death. You have been warned. Fast forward, I don't know, a couple minutes. So he finds a chihuahua with a collar on in the middle of this desert, and he's like, oh, hi, puppy, like, come here. And he feeds it rocks, and the dog eats the rocks, and then... Suddenly, the dog latches onto his dick. And this was a funny, like, subtitle dubbed contrast because the subtitles were like, oh, my God, he's eating my dick or something. (laughs) And then the dub version was like, my family jewels. (laughs) 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 Like, they did it later. I think I have a note somewhere where the dub version says disfigure that cunt but the subtitles just say fuck her up (laughs) so i really don't know a little lost in translation there like one is much more aggressive oh absolutely so i don't really know what was the intended outcome of that anyway so the dog is like latched onto this dude's dick and he's trying to pull it off and then he does and in probably the most gruesome dog death that we've ever seen Coach takes the dog in between his hands and stretches it. You can see the exact moment that they cut to a puppet, too. Yeah. Because it's just like a poorly done, like, dummy version of the dog. (laughs) Right. And just keeps stretching it until this dog is, like, the size of, like, a noodle. No, well, it looks like a noodle, but, like, I don't know. What length is that? Like, two feet long? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then it just explodes blood everywhere so the dog is actually the innkeeper's because he's he's holding it when they're at the rv oh my gosh that's why it has a collar also i don't know if i want to vote this as the best or the worst dog death scene (laughs) it is fucking ridiculous i guess it depends on what way you look at it like it's so bad it's good i guess i mean it's even though it was really fake oh it was still a little like I don't really want to watch this. And I, yeah, I, I doubt you've seen this. Have you ever seen Undercover Brother with Eddie Griffin? No. They do this, not the same, but the almost the same exact thing where he's using the bathroom and there's a cat. He's taking a piss and he's like, hey, kitty cat, you want to play with some black fuzzy balls? Oh, my God. And the cat latches on. And he does the same thing. It's like clearly a puppet. Yeah. And he's just like, like swinging around to the point where he literally is like humping the wall, bash the cat. Oh my off. god! And they do the same thing in Austin Powers with Minnie Me. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. End dog death scene. So MJ Morgan uh, meet up with Jean, and they do an outfit change. And instead of Jean calling the cops when she finds her cell phone in the van, she calls Sergey and tells him that she's going to kill him. He's with another girl, and he's like, "What's with her?" So then they have a fight scene with the hunters with volleyballs. What a fight scene it is. And like a pop music montage. So weird. And it's like slow-mo. 
Yeah. And all these guys are getting effectively knocked out by volleyballs. Yeah, they're getting spiked in the face with volleyballs and full on blood is like spurting from their faces as if they're getting hit in the face with yeah. bricks. I like guess. they're down for the count with one volleyball spike. It was a very like go team moment. We can do anything if we put our hearts to it, you know? Yeah. But then it's like short lived because they all just start getting up and, <laughs> and they, they're like, okay, we need a piece out. Fucking stupid. <laughs> so all of the hunters now have seemed to group up in one spot and they're chasing all three girls. Morgan gets lassoed and Jean tries to pull her, but lets go and says she'll come back for her. And then Lise, Morgan, and Tatiana are all tied up in some kind of dungeon, and there's human heads mounted on the walls. All the hunters are dressed up in, like, KKK garbs, and they seem to be doing this, like, ceremony. Yeah, it's weird cult. I say that thing. because, like, they, their faces are painted white with, like, those red sigils. So they bring Danny's head over to Tatiana, and Danny is, like, very into it. Not in a sexual way. Yeah. She's but just like, like my my girl. She's so beautiful. Yeah, and then they turn her head, and she's like, except for her ears messed up. Like, what so did you do to her? Yeah, she's fine with her girlfriend's head being decapitated and the eyes and mouth sewn shut. But yep. a little part of the ear that's like missing is what's setting her off. Yeah, and we actually managed to catch up to the movie perfectly because this is the scene we're watching right now. And the cult leader's like wiping his mouth with his Oral fingers seductively. And they bring the head over on like a platter. They're actually like all really excited that Danny is into it. And then when she says like, except for her ear, like what did you do to her ear? And I think the ears from the guy like biting her I think at so. the end. The cult leader gets all like pouty about it. Yeah, like, he sits he, on his throne and he like he, gets all frumpy. He's like, hmm. Yeah, he crosses his legs and like legit pouts. Yeah, it's, I don't understand anyone's motivation in this movie. I, I don't even know what these people like. What one guy what has is an this eye patch. cult? I don't get it. Some of them remind me of the evil or like the the like the gang members from like Waterworld. Real weird, brainless, put together group of guys. Like I don't understand what their end game is with tying them all up. Like they're just they're made out to be cannibals and like inbred, but then they're tying them up and having this weird ceremony it just seems off brand right <laughs> my brand so jean is ready to basically do like a suicide mission and she's walking into the building wherever they have these girls at mj left to go do something i don't know they split up they decided to split up and jean is you know sneaking into the building mm-hmm they're all getting ready to kill one of them. They have this weird musical chairs type thing where the main cult leader brings over this um, gun. It almost looks like a massage gun, but then he like hooks it up to like a hydraulic. Uh, yeah. And so all the girls are, you know, visibly scared and they have Danny's head spinning on a record player. And when the music stops, that's when they pick, Whoever, I guess, they're in front of or something. I forget yeah. how they chose which girl. And Morgan is chosen, but then she convinces him to kill Tatiana because her head is so empty. 
And he's like, that checks out. Let me do that. <laughs> so then she like, mo- he moves over to Tatiana. But before he can kill her, there's another fight montage where Jean uh, leaps up with a shotgun from the rafters and doesn't kill the cult leader, but I just think kills one of them. MJ comes in. She busts down the door. She's spiking her volleyballs. Where did she get them from? I don't know. She had a roundup, like, she had, like, a bag of volleyballs. Right. Maybe it's her superpower. I don't know. So Tatiana grabs the spike gun, and the cult leader, like, runs off. And so she has, like, a one-on-one, like, fight with him. Mm -hmm. And then the rest of the girls are in this, like, montage fight with the volleyballs. And mid-fight, the coach drives a car through the wall and he can't get his car door open because it's like <laughs> he's wedged between the brick and the car. Yeah, and he's like, just, just give me a second. Hold on. It, and how, how did he know where in this whole compound to drive the car through? <laughs> I don't, I don't know. <laughs> how did he get from the fucking desert to the middle of the woods here? I yeah. guess I don't know. The only thing about the dog death scene, I was trying to think about. I was really letting this movie marinate. With me, okay. I was like, "What? What was the purpose of that scene? Why include it?" And the only conclusion that I could come up with that mm-hmm. made somewhat sense was that he's all talk and no action, and then killing the dog is the first time that he was like physically violent, like with his hands. And so then that gives mm. him like the courage to go find the girls, and he's like, "I'm gonna reap some vengeance." Yeah, you know what? That makes sense. I'll take it because that's the only character development that uh, maybe anyone has in this movie. <laughs> uh, besides the multiple cases of animal cruelty, yeah, I would say he is the most developed character. <sighs> God, yeah. So he's fighting with the girls and like mid punches, he's like, I'm a piece of shit. I'm sorry for abandoning you. But right. why didn't you guys run when I told you to run? This is your fault. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Morgan tries escaping mm-hmm. out of the same wall that he like crashed the car into. And then Lise grabs her and she's like, what about the team? And Morgan stabs her out of nowhere and says, I am the team. I hate her. I am Iron Man. <laughs> so Jean and Lise, reminder, Lise is the one who cheated on Jean's boyfriend, Sergey. Mm-hmm. So Lise is uh, dying. And Jean comes over and she's like, oh my God, are you okay? And uh, this is when that uh, transgression happens with the subtitles. And I think that they're secretly in love. Did you get that impression? Not with each other, but I thought Elise, or the mascot, was in love with, what's her name again? There's so many players. You're going to have to give me more than that other girl. The one that that was cheated on with, uh, Sergei. Jean, okay. I, I thought Lise was like secretly in love with Jean, but not like in love with each other. Oh, okay. That's the vibe I got. Because I think, and this might be just another like subtitle French to English thing, but I think Lise says like, you're beautiful, like I love you. And then Jean says like, I love you too. And it seemed like- A little more than just like, I love you, man. Yeah, and it's funny because I actually thought that they were together in the beginning of the movie. When Danny and- Tatiana were teamed up with Lise and Jean. I thought that they were two couples together. Oh, 
Okay. But then when she confessed that she cheated on her boyfriend, or cheated... <laughs> See, I don't it's even confusing. Know. <laughs> Slept with her boyfriend. There we go. Then I realized that they weren't actually together. See, I had a tough time with following all that, but I just thought maybe it wasn't confusing and I'm just an oblivious guy not catching all this. But it's nice to know that it is a little... There were a lot of girls, and I didn't know everyone's names until the very end. Yeah. Did you have a favorite, by the way? Right now we're watching badass Tatiana hunt down the cult leader. I like her. I was going to say her. And I actually kind of like MJ as well. I feel like She was fun. I feel like she was the quirky, intelligent underdog. Yeah, she was like the comedic relief. A little bit, yeah. And I actually made a prediction that A... The coach would come back at the end of the movie and sacrifice himself and be that MJ would be the new captain of the team, which that doesn't really fully pan out. But I actually I liked the coach. I, the killing the dog was like a couple knocks off for me. But <laughs> it's a bit extreme. Like in the van, he like starts flipping out like the girls are arguing, but it's, you know, n- like normal girl arguing. Yeah. Nothing is really happening back there right and he slams on the brakes turns around and flips the fuck out and yells at them goes on like a tirade and at the end of it he's like you all need to calm down they're literally doing nothing they're just like sitting calmly and listening to him and he's like everyone in this van needs to calm down you all need to take some deep breaths because this is not cool okay right you guys are too stressed out and he's the one who's you know freaking out yeah yeah i feel he's not in this movie a lot but whenever he is he always goes to the extreme oh yeah and i wish i wish we saw more of him and less of his reactions or his personality i guess okay it just it just seemed like too much every single time he was on screen Mm, i get that but compared to this movie as a whole I guess it fits. Yeah. Honestly, I feel like you could throw anything into this movie and be like, it fits. That works. Sure. Why not? Let's go with it. (laughs) So Tatiana kills the main baddie. Jean fights Morgan to get revenge of Lise. Mm -hmm. And Morgan says she also fucked Sergei. And then Jean knocks her out. She doesn't kill her. She just knocks her out. And then there's suddenly... 40 more hunters at the door. Like, they've successfully knocked everyone out. Like, they've won this battle. But now there's, like, 40 hunters banging down the doors. Where'd they all come from? (laughs) I don't know. This is concerningly large. Right. They have a very large population here. So, they're all banging down the doors, and the coach is finally living up to his threats. He's like, you guys need to get out of here. And he grabs gas can and i don't know probably says some (laughs) one-liner and then him and morgan go up in flames along with the entire compound right and we get the narrator again who gives us two morals one of the morals is defend yourself from rapists by learning how to spike volleyballs moral number two if someone chops off your leg you can scooch away on your knee thanks (laughs) thanks <laughs> thanks cowboy i i was like i wanted to pause it when we watched it and just would, like to reread like did that actually is that really the the morals that we're being fed right now right i really want to know where they came from because no one got raped 
or was attempted to be raped yeah. the whole movie. And which is a little surprising, like in a good way. I'm not complaining. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but by the actions of the hunters, yeah, you feel like that's. W- I mean, yeah, looking at like Hills Have Eyes or yeah. like Deliverance, but this movie is neither of those clearly. And then no one gets their leg chopped off. Like I didn't learn either of those morals by watching the movie, so right. it really feels like I, I don't know. <laughs> and then it kind of like circles in on the narrator and cuts to black. Mm-hmm. But then we get one more scene at the end, and it's like badass, hardened versions, like Lara Croft versions of Jean, MJ, and Tatiana showing up at Sergey's place, saying they're gonna cut his balls off. Yep, the end. That's the end. Also, I don't know how the three of them escaped the lodge without also getting blown up because it was a really large explosion. There's a lot of questions to this movie. I don't know if I need to know all the answers. I kind of want to forget it a little bit. Wait, we're actually watching the morals be subtitled right now. And it says, never give up hope if your leg has been cut off. I mean, I don't know. Oh, and it says, never tell your life story to weird guys in the woods. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know what's better, the dub version or the subtitle version. Okay, well, what are your initial thoughts? So I knew this was going to be bad going into (laughs) it. It, The reviews are awful, but it's like, was Saturday Morning Mystery worse or was this worse? Oh, I didn't even think about that. Because that was our other lowest rated movie, and I think we all know where this is going. Yeah. I hope that we've made some kind of sense of the movie going through it, uh, because I don't really know. I don't ever. I don't really know how to dis- like describe the shittiness and like the vibe of the movie. It was also extremely bright. Like all of this ha- was happening, like not like midsummer bright, but it was very saturated. Yeah, some some parts were definitely overexposed as well. I'm just looking at the ratings for Saturday Morning Mystery, which you gave it a one. I gave it a zero. Oof. Um, I mean, in thinking about it, I was going to give it a two. Mm-hmm. But maybe a one and a half feels better. I did legitimately laugh twice, I think. Yeah, I had a, I had a couple of very sincere chuckles. And Saturday Morning Mystery, I don't think either one of us no, gave we- that legitimately thought it was trash yeah so you know what if are you going with one and a half sure that's i'm gonna do the same thing okay i'll give it i guess a pity a half pity vote it feels fair yeah so i mean everyone's emotions are maxed out to the extreme in this movie there's not a lot of character development until the very very end the movie just feels all over the place and like i said before it's incredibly fast-paced I feel like maybe watch this just out of pure like curiosity. <laughs> yeah, you know? I was going like, to say Morgan, <laughs> curiosity is a good word. I would definitely recommend watching um, Tucker and Dale versus Evil to kind of scratch this very specific itch. <laughs> and uh, oh, towards the end, I, I forget who it was, but somebody, one of the girls says like, do you think they want to murder us? And I just, I rolled my eyes so hard at that. I was like, no shit, no shit. At the end of this of everything that you've seen and experienced, of course they want to murder you. Like, I don't know if it was the director trying to be, like, meta or funny. Right. But it, I don't know. It just, it rubbed me the wrong way. Yeah, this movie rubbed me, but not in the right ways. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, man, I don't really have anything else to say about this. It's a very short watch. Don't give a shit about any of the characters. <laughs> don't give a shit about the story. Yeah. There was really no conclusion. Judging by the fact that 40 more hunters appeared at the door, they probably didn't even kill them all. I That's don't fair. Know. I think my favorite character was the uh, flyby commentator cowboy. Yes. Yeah. Agreed. He was witty. He was funny. I could have done more of him. How did you hear about this? I think it was on like a 80 movies that are underrated list. Or I don't know. Some okay. kind of list online. There, it was the same list where I found Saturday Morning Mystery. I was going to say, were there other movies on that list? that? Okay. Oh, yeah. I put a ton of on, oh, no. on our watch list. Oh, no. Do you remember the other ones? No, absolutely oh, not. Oh, God. <laughs> That's like we have a sack filled with like candy, and then we just threw a handful of like push pins in there. And every week oh, we're actually, reaching in. Oh, actually, that is a movie. What? Um. Well, not directly, but it's called Swallow. And it's yeah. a girl who went through an abusive relationship. It's a horror movie. Okay. She went yeah. through like a, an abusive, toxic relationship. And afterwards she develops, it, it has a name for it and I don't remember what it is, but she swallows mm -hmm. small objects like tacks and push pins. Oh, was, wait, was that on this list as well? No, okay, I think good. that that was on a TikTok that I sent you the other day. Oh, that was like okay. uh, nine movies for like girls night horror. Which I <laughs> thought was a fun list. <laughs> right. Anyway, I would throw this on Girls Night Horror. Sure, why not? Yeah, it definitely has like a, a sense of girl power. I would love to keep talking about this movie, but I don't have anything else to say about it. Yeah, I think that's about it. That's going to wrap it up. All right, so this was, De <laughs> this was Devin's pick this week. Obviously, I'm, I'm next. Joe is on the mission to find quality underrated horror movies, and I'm on a mission to find the shittiest made movie ever. No, I wouldn't say that. No, like, really, I am. Oh, that's your... Wait, really? I mean, not really, but I, <laughs> okay. I want to find terrible ones. Okay, all right. There's, like, there's terrible ones, and then there's terrible ones that are, like, entertaining to watch. Yeah, I'm talking about, like, entertaining. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. All right, I'm I'm good with not watching this one ever again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Also, when we typed it into Netflix, you had to type the entire name in before <laughs> it came up. And whoever made this movie or like Netflix is probably like looking at our search history and they were like, how the fuck did they find this one? Like, we thought we had it buried in the pack. <laughs> <laughs> they found it. I didn't even look up trivia for this one. I'm Sadly, good. I did not either. <laughs> So we will see you next week. Yeah. Thanks for listening, guys. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry you listened. <laughs> see you next week. Adios.